Hello and welcome to the third episode of the IAS podcast. In this episode, Lynn from Belgium and Jacob John from Sierra Leone will talk about the Children and Women Empowerment Agriculture Project. Enjoy. You can't build peace on empty stomachs. Let's bring one and one together. I watch the world from your point of view. Hello everyone and welcome back to the EAS Postcats. My name is Lynn, I am from Belgium, I will be your host for today and I am very happy to host for you John Jacob from Sierra Leone today. Hi John Jacob, how are you? I'm fine, and you? I am also fine, thank you. Um, so John Jacob, can you tell us something about yourself? Who are you? What do you do? I am very interested. So... Um... Like you said, um, I am Jacob John or John Jacob, but Jacob John mostly. So um, I'm from Sierra Leone and um, I'm currently in my final years at the university um, studying information system. But um, I'm doing information system, but I also have a great passion for agriculture, which made me to get a connection with um, IAS, your organization, you know, so... Sometimes my friend do ask me, say, ah, man, you, you're doing information system, but, you know, why do you so much, why do you have so much passion for agriculture? Why are you doing agriculture? I say, yeah, man, I have passion for agriculture. Agriculture is something that I love. And, um, of course, I've been in it for a very long time, like, since I was a kid, because my, I come from a family that are involved in agriculture. So I, I also tell him that, of course, um, th- there is a link between information system and, um, agriculture and here in Africa especially in Sierra Leone a lot of people don't know that because um, I'm sure that there are a lot of benefits that information can give to agriculture that can help a lot of people like in terms of data you know in terms of you know doing research and doing a lot of things in terms of creating ap- applications and the like so yes so that, that's that's mainly about me in as much as I'm a tech guy but I'm I, I, I am greatly in love with agriculture. It's amazing that we can share that passion. Uh, me too. I am I am doing uh, bio bioengineerings. Um, so it's it's an engineering study, but it's also about a lot about agriculture. And I I can relate to the fact that agriculture is way more than just working in the field, which I also really love. But um, all the information about it can really help. Uh, for your yields, for everything that has to do with um, the health of your crops and in the end, uh, all that you have. Um, so I've heard that you also did some projects around agriculture. Can you tell me something about those? Like, for instance, in involving uh, women in it, uh, I've heard? or Yeah, um, so... Um, I, I'm the, the, the deputy executive director of an organization called uh, Children and Women Empowerment here in Sierra Leone. So, um, um, and one of our main, you know, our mission is to see how best we can help the rural Sierra Leone because we, we've seen that there are a lot of targets of uh, targets in the urban Sierra Leone. So we are targeting or we are trying to focus on the rural side of Sierra Leone to see how best we can empower women and children all right so in as in as much as we, we, we we're doing it in a different way but we're also greatly involved in agriculture 
And one of our main projects of the organization is Children and Women Empowerment Agricultural Project, which we're working on. Um, we're working on it, one, to be able to, 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 to you know, cultivate crops and then whatever money we get from that, from the sales of those crops, we use it to sponsor the children from, you know, from, from, from primary to university. That's what we're working on. And then uh, through that process, we can, we can, we can, you know, recruit some women and then train them on how to use the, the, the modern skills in agriculture, because there are a lot of skills that they don't know, you know, so teach them how to use those skills and they, th that will help them to get high heels. And at the end of the day, we see how best we can support them with seedlings so they can, you know, they can start up their own production from what they've learned from, from us so that they can have a very good yield and then that will support them and their family. So that is one of the things we're working on right now. Well, may I congratulate you with that amazing project. I really love it. Uh, just the fact that you also give education to the children, that you uh, try to involve women who are currently um, not as much equal at every um, point in the world than men are in certain ways of working. So it's amazing that you, you also stand for the equality and the education of the children. I really like that. So is this something that you that you like to work on further, something that you feel that should change in the world? Yes, this, this is something I really have passion for, you know. Um, the reason why um, um, I, I try to, you know, involve, um, like the women involve them in agriculture is because we have a very vast land in Sierra Leone, which is, you know, like it has not been, you know, been utilized. So we have a very vast land not being utilized. You go to some provinces, you know, they, 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 they are more embarked on subsistence farming. They just do their farming for like two months. And then, you know, all the rest of the time, they'll be doing some other jobs that have works that are very hard. And then, um, yes, but, but I, I have this belief that if, if, the, if the women are empowered, you know, because most of the, most of the women that we are empowering are maybe widows, um, single mothers. You know, and and let's say for example, you're a single mother, you don't have money, you don't have a man to take care of you and the kids. So you need to know something. So if you can't afford to go to um, a, a vocational institute or a university to learn something, but if you if we go there and render this this um, agricultural training to them, so they, they don't need to buy land because land is already available to them. Because uh, for, for to get land, you know, in those uh, provinces or the, the rural areas, is not a difficult thing. So they already have land. So if we give them the the knowledge that they need to get, you know, we give them the knowledge, we give them the the, the, the skills, and then we give them seedlings as a startup. I think that's very good for them. They'll be able to take care of the, of themselves and their children. And we we really don't want to stop there alone. We also want to, you know, after training them, we also want to monitor them, how they are going, you know, how they are going, monitor them, how they are going, how they are doing their um, 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 productions of their vegetables, their, or any crops they will, process, they will be producing, how they do their sales, and like, you know, try to help them with market, because even the organization also will be producing and selling. So whilst we are selling, we also try to help our uh, trainees you know, to get a very good market so that they can get a very good, you know, income to able to take care of them and their children. All right. So 
I am just really curious, when did you come up with all these ideas? Was it something that you really wanted to do when you were a kid or when did you realize these? Well, I, I can say help is really kind of like part of me and my, my, my sister. Because, okay, the organization is owned by me and my sister, my elder sister. She's Zainab. And then, um, I, okay, she's Zainab and I'm Jacob. So me and Zainab, we are like, you know, a sister and brother, not from the same mom, not from the same dad. We just, you know, went to the same school together, the same uh, junior secondary school. And then she was like one step ahead of me. And then we became friends, get to know each other. And then we became like, you know, a brother and sister. So unless we tell you that, you know, we're not from the same mom and dad, you'll never believe because we, you know, we do everything in common. So she has passion for kids. You know, I have passion for kids. So it's it was very easy. It was a very easy match. So um we, we kind of like lost contact for a very long time we were not talking uh like you know we lost contact so we we we, we when we lost contact I, I i was doing a lot of things on my own with regards to kids if i was involved um in in innovation um like training kids that are that have different ideas you know and then see how best we can nurture them so we were doing all those things then um and Zainab also was doing the same thing, training kids, helping orphanages and stuff. So, and then we one day just, you know, started talking again. We like, oh, long time. And then we started talking, started talking, started talking. And it's what I do. Well, I'm in school and I'm doing this and that and that. And then she said, okay, well, I'm working on, you know, I'm working on uh, this uh, project with regards to kids. And I want to see how best, you know, I can, you know, take it further. Then I say, what is it about? Explain to me. And then she can say, well, I have interest. I think we can match up and do something good. So, you know, we link up, think about name, and then we give it children and women empowerment. You know, so we registered it um, February 2020, but we actually started in 2019. You know, that was when we started, you know, doing our donations. So we would try, like throughout the year, we try to raise up money. And then we buy school materials, learning materials, and then we go to the rural Sierra Leone and give some kids. So what we, one of the things we're, we're trying to do is we're trying to be, um, we, we, we're working very hard from now to um, 2022 to, to build an orphanage. So, um, so that all the kids that will be taken, because currently we have 15 children that we are taking care of. But but it's not only those 15 kids we do give materials to. We do give materials to all our kids. But these 15 kids are like under our umbrella. They are our beneficiaries, as I said now. So um, we'll, take it, uh, we'll take care of those these 15 kids with um, regards to their education and, and, and because we, we, we have them in our list to take care of them from, 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 from primary school to university. We have disabled among them and then... Yes, some that are able, but some lost their parents during the Ebola, you know, crisis we have. Yeah, some lost their parents during during the the, the, the um, flooding and more slides. So, yeah, so we we're taking care of the for now fifteen because we're starting from uh, a low of number and how we'll be, we'll be going. That's how we'll be adding numbers. So, the, the beneficiaries we want to get an orphanage for them where we will get uh, not just an orphanage. Uh, for, for their dwelling, but you know, have a school in there, and they also have a hospital in there, so we'll be able to uh, take good care of them. And that hospital will be built in a community, so not always serving the hospital will not be always serving um, our beneficiaries, but also serving the community members in, in the community where we'll be building the orphanage. And then also, the school will not be always serving just our beneficiaries, but also serving the other community members. 
in that community. So, yeah, this is what we are working on. We have great passion for it, and we are pushing every day. You know, we're pushing every day. So, um, you know, writing for projects all the time, it's, it's sometimes difficult to get uh, donors or sometimes, you know, difficult for you to get somebody to sponsor your project. So what, that is one of the reasons why we are mainly involved in agriculture so that we can use that as a source of, you know, you know as a source of income to get the organization going. And I believe this is also a call for everyone listening here who is also really passionate about your ideas, just as I am. Because honestly, this seems like a project that I want to invest in. It's amazing to hear you talk about it. It's those all of those ideas are really wonderful ideas, and I can see a big future in it as well for you, for the kids who are there, and for everyone who is involved in this. This is a wonderful opportunity to grow. So maybe something else now. Can you tell me about? what everyday life looks like in in your country like tell me something about your culture uh how how does a day in your life look like uh, well my life uh my life is very hectic is really 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 hectic you know so um well the, the thing is we are you know uh, an underdeveloped country so in order for you to succeed, you have to really, really work very hard. You know, you don't have to relax. You, you have to get your goals. You know, you want, you have to know what's your purpose. So once you get to your, once you know what your purpose is, you get to, you know, see how best you set your goals and then you set your objectives that will help you to achieve those goals. And then when you achieve the goals, of course, you have already achieved your purpose. So for me personally, my life is very active because, you know, um, I just love walking because I, 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 I don't want to get idle. So I'm always walking, you know. So if I'm not in my, because I have a shop, I, I do printing. Right? So like I said, I'm a tech, you know, I'm into technology. So I do printing. I do, um, I have a photocopy shop. So if I'm not in my shop, I'm in the farm. If I'm not in the farm, I'm in my shop. So that's my life is really happy. But Sierra Leone is a nice country. We have lovely people, you know. So, but everything is, it's, it's just how you like i said how you plan it because if you want to succeed you just don't have the joke you have to walk towards it because success is not something you just pick you you need to earn it <laughs> you need to work for it yeah i think that is uh, some valuable wisdom because that is that is so in every place but uh, i believe that you can feel it way more um, because you're also living in an underdeveloped country. If you compare it to a country like where I live in, in Belgium, the situation is completely different. And I think that you are more in the environment where you really um, with your with your nose towards um, what what it's all about. Because you have to you have to do it if you want to be successful. Just as you said. So do you, other than working, because you said that you work a lot, but do you have anything else that you do um, when you have some time to relax? Is there something other than your work that you can really enjoy? Yeah, reading. Reading is one thing that I love because it's, 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 it helps expand my horizon. Reading and then uh, music, of course, I love music. You know, even when I'm working, I love music to be beside me. <laughs> it keeps me moving. Oh, that's nice. Can you tell me something about the music? What kind of music do you love? Uh, when I'm stressed, of course, I, I like 
music that can cool me down. So I like cool music. Actually, I don't have like specific, you know, like I have this artist. I you know I just love music in general. So um, yeah, music has helps to cool me down, and 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 most of the time I I you know try to watch uh, comedies, you know. But African or international communities are like walking, watching, watching them because one thing I've I've think about or you know try to do is I, I I don't want to stress myself out like you know so sometimes I use those things to cool myself down. I believe that's really important, just so you can work to the fullest and uh, achieve a lot in all of the dreams that you have. I think it's also really important uh, to take care of yourself and to be able to relax. So if I'm honest and I'm, I'm, I'm really looking up towards you, do you have someone that you look up to? Something that you're like, whoa, that's amazing. Yes, there, there, there are a lot of people or a lot of things I, 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 I look up to. I'm mainly not here because, like I said, you know, I, I, I soft the internet so much. And then um, I've seen what a lot of people have done and what, you know, a lot of people are doing. Um there's a guy, uh, you know, he was living in America and then he came back to Sierra Leone. He's a Sierra Leonean. Actually, I don't know him personally, but I, when I had this, my, my, my dream of, you know, seeing, because what I want to do, especially in the field of agriculture, is he's a professor. So he came back from America and, you know, I, I watched the news. And they were saying, oh, this is the professor. He has this kind of acre of land. He's working on it. And when I saw the picture, I couldn't believe that. It, I said, this is the professor? They said, yes. He, he didn't dress like a professor. He was very simple. And, you know, so in his community where he, he was doing his farm, you know, he did a very large uh, farming of rice. And they were selling the rice at a very cheaper cost. And I said, well, this is this is amazing. If, if, if this man, him alone, can do this, what if we are like, 20, 30, 40, that means food, you know, we'll be able to fight the food insecurity in our country. You understand? Only if we give ourselves in, because this man has everything that he needs. He can relax, but he said, no, I need to do this. So um, so what I learned from it was that, um, yes, even if you achieve something or you have everything, you can still, you know, there are, there are a lot of things you can do for your country. So either you achieve or whether you don't achieve, work with your passion because um there's still something you can do for your country there's still something you can do for other people there's still something you can do for everybody you understand so just you know do you what you can do and 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 it's most especially what you have passion for you know so because what what what, what i was looking at was uh, where am i going to start and how am i going to start so that was when i learned that you can start no matter how little it is so you can start with what you have and then, yeah, with that, you can, once you have the passion, you have the focus, it can take you to a different level. That is so true. That is so amazing. And I think with this wisdom, we can, this can be the perfect closure for this week's podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much, John Jacob or Jacob John, however you like it. Good day to you. And thank you again for this wonderful podcast. I'm honored. Thank you very much. And that was it again for this week's episode. Special thanks to Jacob John for taking the time to tell a story and to Lynn for doing the interview. 
The podcast has been produced by Thomas and me, Artie, promoted by Festus and his team, and sponsored by Wageningen University and Research. Thank you for listening, and we'll meet you again next week with a new interview from a different continent. You can't build peace on empty stomachs. Let's bring one and one, two.